Hello and welcome back to the Key Arsenal podcast. It is episode 63 today and I am delighted to be joined by two lovely co-hosts at the minute. We've got Dad and Madeline. How are you both doing? Good, thank you. Good, thank you. Good stuff. So last week we sort of did a did a season review, talked about the, the positives, the negatives, um, the highs, the lows, gave out gave out some awards towards the end. Um overall they're fairly positive, which was which was nice to see. This week we're gonna take a bit more of an in-depth look on some on individual players, how their seasons were, and crucially as well, what we're gonna do with them. In the summer, who do we want to keep? I'm sure that'll be most players. Who do we want to get rid of? I'm sure there'll be a few in there. And who do we think needs a bit of time out on loan? So we're going to get straight into it. And we're going to start with a person we've talked about a lot last week and a lot over the course of the season, Mr. Aaron Ramsdale. Um, we might as well just get it out of the way straight away, which is that we all want to keep Aaron, don't we? And we're more than happy with him as our number one goalkeeper. Yes. Yep. Okay. So that out the way, um, what would we give him? If we were sitting down with uh, Aaron Ramsdale at parents' evening, looking through his season highlights, and you've gone, okay, Aaron, overall, you've performed at this for the for the year what would we give him dad we're going to start with you we're going to do we're going to go for old-fashioned grades rather than this new sh- silly numbers that some people had but if you were going to give Aaron Ramsdale a grade what would you give him probably an a minus an a minus I think he added a lot to the team. He made some outstanding saves. Um, I think his season tailed off a little bit towards the end. Um, there is areas he could improve, but generally pretty good. Yeah, Go Madeline, are we going same, higher, lower? What are we giving Aaron Ramsdale? I'm going to be slightly more friendly than my father and give him an A. An A? Um, wow, big mark, straight off the gate. Uh, based on a difference he's made to the side, um, based on a factor of do I think he's made not just a difference to the side, but a difference to the club. And I think although he did tail off towards the end of the season, I think if he'd won, kept up that form, you might have even given him an A+. So I've taken it down one grade. And two, I do think part, you know, he'd, he'd also fit in the special considerations category for... I think he was probably carrying a knock for some of the end of the season. Um, So I like that I'm going to give him some special considerations and give him a few bonus marks. Um, So, yeah, no, I think I'd go for an A. 
An A for Ramsdale. I, I think I'm I'm in in I'm somewhere in between you actually. I'd probably go to more slightly lean more towards the the A minus sort of rate range rate. But yeah, very very good season. We won't do this for for all players, but for the players we do give particularly high praise to. If you guys have come up with a with a highlight of Ramsdale season, whether it's a whole game, just an individual moment, what what really really stood out to you as a point where you thought we've got a really really good goalkeeper on our hands here? I have to say, me me and Mads went to the the Norwich game when he first came in. And instantly he seemed to have a bit of rapport with the crowd, didn't he, Matt? He was... I mean, I can't say he had to do loads in that game, but he he seemed to have a bit of confidence about him. I'm not saying that's the game you thought, oh, we've got a really good goalkeeper, but I think generally, from that the first time you saw him, you thought, wow, this, this guy's got confidence and he seemed it seemed to go through the team a bit and we all know Arteta wants to play the ball from the back well I've sat there watching Leno and the ball going anywhere near him in the penalty area and you sort of think panic stations yeah panic stations whereas with with Ramsdale we didn't seem to have the same so I'll just say, go on, Madeline. I would, I think mine for me was probably that Leicester, Leicester game. I know it's a bit boring, um, but I, I would probably say that I didn't, although I did think, oh yeah, he does look a lot more comfortable. I think that Leicester game was probably the first time we saw his shot stopping properly against and you know Leicester aren't a bad side um and maybe it was the first game that we saw him as a complete goalkeeper rather than just as someone who could play out from the back um but I do agree with you in that as soon as he came in we did look a lot more comfortable at the back and you could see why Arteta had signed him but I think Leicester was the game where I really looked and thought this kid ain't bad yeah, both good examples. I think um, the the Wolves at home game was was one that stuck out to me as well. When Gabriel made the mistake, I really liked the way he he went about that for someone. Well, they're both young players, but Ramsdale especially very new in, into the team at that point. Just no no arguing or complaining, just pat on the back, get on with it. And I thought his distribution that game was particularly good. And then I thought when we got it back to one 0 he actually made some couple of really crucial saves. Um, one from Pedro Neto actually really, really stuck out, which could have been 2-1 then. 2-1 to them, and obviously we eventually went down and scored at the other end, and it's, it's, he enjoyed that as well with the, the celebration right in front of the Wolves fans. So that one sticks out to me. And we also can't can't forget about um, your chips, ah, which is was also superb, a big a big highlight of the season. Okay, so that's Aaron Ramsdale. Let's go to his, well, his the man who has been his deputy for the season, um, Mr. Leno. Quite a difficult one to grade this because obviously he didn't get the game time 
that he'd have wanted and perhaps we expected at the start of the season. But that's mainly a lot down to, due to Ramsdale. But again, firstly, I think we're all quite happy to give Leno a a good exit and our, and the best of wishes um, as he leaves the club in the summer. Yep, he's... Um, I was going to say, I don't actually think he... He let us down when he played. Admittedly, I having just said, you know, he, his distribution with the ball at his feet at Tom's gives me the shivers. But he played he played a couple of games towards the end. I can't remember. He played at Villa, didn't he? Had a good, particularly good day. Um, I'm thinking back to those first three games. Well, the first one, Brentford, I might question is handling it from a throw-in. Generally, when he did play, he did all right. He's He's probably a B. Oh, Madeline. Um... I'm probably going to be slightly more harsh and probably go Leno as a B minus. Uh, as you say, he played well against Villa. However, he was appalling against Brentford. In fact, I think for the first goal, he got beaten at his near post, if I'm not very much mistaken. Yeah, he did. That, yeah, he got beaten at his near post. And then obviously, I, I don't really know what he was doing at the throw in. Um, and then, yeah, to be fair, I don't think there was a lot he could do against either of the game goal in either of the goals against Chelsea. Um, but then he did also ship five to Man City. Now I know that lots of teams ship five to Man City, but five goals is a lot of goals, uh, believe it or not. And um, I'm sure, although I do specifically remember Rob Holding being beaten for a header. Um, he wasn't maybe the commanding presence across the beginning of the season that we needed. And although he did have a good game against Villa, and to be fair to him, he did look more commanding against Villa. Um, but no, I'd probably go for a B minus, uh, based on also the fact that I can actually only think of about four Premier League games he played. Um, That's because he did play four oh, Premier yeah, no, League games. Okay, yeah. good. I'm not. Yeah, no, I'll go for a B minus. Yeah, again, I think that's that's about about where I'd go. Um, had a really good performance against Chelsea actually at the start of the season. I know that well for one save that I'd actually forgotten about got nominated for save of the year, and he pulled out two or three like that. So yeah, that was, and yeah, as we say, I hope he hope he goes on and enjoys his his football somewhere. Hopefully, somewhere where we don't come up against him very often. But. It may well be Newcastle. It seems to always be the link, whether there's anything in that or just the fact they've got a lot of money now. Who knows? But yeah, thank you to to Mr. Leno. Um, two two or three good good years of us. Okay, we're moving into the defence now, and we're going to start with Mr. Takahiro Tomiyasu. Again, someone that we've been very impressed by, pra- praised on here multiple times this season, Dad. Whereabouts are you going? And you, you can, of course, factor in injuries to the to the final so, grade. Yeah. 
So he's probably because of his injuries, he's probably a B. Um, when he's played and been fit, he's such a good player. Calm, good in the air. He he enabled early on in the season till Tierney will come to, no doubt, shortly to still get forward. We look when we've got him in the side, we look a better side. We certainly look more solid. Um but did pick up an injury. Which in true Arsenal style seemed to last a lot longer than first thought. Everyone else seems to go, oh, we might be out for four or five weeks and somebody's back after three. True Arsenal style, oh, we'll be out for two to three weeks. Oh, three months later. So, yeah, I really like Tommy. But he's probably a B because of those injuries. Yeah, I'd, I'd go bang on with that. I think it's you can't give him the same as Ramsdale. He played about yeah. twice as many games as, as him. Madeline, for you? Yeah, I think B, B plus, uh, based on injuries, probably goes to a B. Um, as you say, looked very, very dependable for the first half of the season that he played for us. Um, and then, yeah, obviously, obviously got injured. Um, I think... It's, it's again, as you say, it's difficult with injuries, but based on the fact he didn't really put a foot wrong um, while he while he played while he was on the pitch, um, I'd probably go for a B again using my similar logic of the upgrade from last season. Um, I think a B would probably be fair. Yeah, could Defo could have got higher if he'd been fit for more of the season, um, but. Yeah, I'll go with a B. Yeah, I think think that's a really important word, actually, upgrade. Um, He might have been the biggest upgrade we had from last year and having better in at right back. Could also make an argument for attacking midfield on that area as well. But to be honest, last year we didn't have an attacking midfielder at all. So perhaps (laughs) not. But yeah... um, that that's yeah B is about right, and I think a lot of these are sort of the first few times we saw these players. But the game against Burnley were away at Turf Moor. Thought it was very very impressive him on that day. I thought he was very good. Little one nil win. He was he was a very very important part of that. I think he did win. I think he might have won Player of the Month for his first couple of couple of times. That just shows how quickly he settled. Okay, so from the right back, well, from one injury-prone right back to an injury-prone left back, Mr. Kieran Tierney. Um, obviously, with Tommy Asu, we're hoping that it's going to be a one-off injury and that it's not going to be something that we keep we keep seeing. With Tierney, we basically know at this point that he is not going to be available for all the season and he is going to miss parts of it due to injury. That happened again this season. What are we going to give... Um, Mr. Tierney. Madeline, we'll start with you this time. I'm going to give Mr. Tierney a B minus. I actually think, excluding his first season where he played about three games, 
Um, this has been probably his worst season in an Arsenal shirt. Now, that is probably somewhat to do with the fact that when he has played, he's not... Uh, sorry, um, well, yeah, no, to be fair, when he has played, he's not gone forward as much, especially when Tommy Asu did get injured. He was seen as that defensive fullback. Um, there's obviously been questions as to whether he can fit and play with Martinelli the same way he can maybe with Smith Rowe. Um, I think defensively he's been fine, uh, but as you say, he's just been injured for so much of the season. Um, and I think as well, in a, in a good good sense, not we haven't noticed his that he's gone. We've definitely noticed he's not there, but less may, maybe less so than last year. Um, but as you say, it's getting very tedious, him getting injured towards the end of every season. Um, and as I say, I think probably his worst season in an Arsenal shirt. But I do think, I don't think he's been bad. I don't think he's been good. I don't think he was anywhere near the level he was last year. Bang on, Dad. I'd have to say, even before Mad had spoke, I was going to say B minus. Um I didn't think he was as good this season as he was last season. Obviously, he's missed a lot of time injured. Thanks, Scotland, for making him play those two full games. Um, but, yeah, he's, he, wasn't, he wasn't quite as good. You're, you're probably right, Madeline. He's, when he's got Smith right in front of him, he looks a different player to when he's got Martinelli in front of him. However, that I, I think a B minus is fair. I just hope when he comes back, I don't know when that will be. I suspect a bit into the season, we've got got him properly fit before we start, because otherwise it'll be yet another season where he's injured a lot. Yep. Completely agree. B minus. Want to keep him, but also might potentially want a better replacement for him. And he might, you ultimately might be someone there if these injuries do persist, and we only see him fifty percent of the season in a couple of years. We might be might have to have to move on, sadly. But we will have to see. We will have to see. We'll probably all have our fingers crossed that Scotland do not make a World Cup and he gets a month and a bit off. That's that would be nice. Okay, um, centre backs. Uh, we managed to end the season with three, which is something that might be a recurring theme throughout this. Um, let's start with someone who we knew a bit about before the season, second season at the club, Gabriel. Um, I think if I was going to summarise, I'd say normally very solid, but with an occasional reckless moment. I think that sums it up quite well. Dad, a little grade for Mr. Gabriel at the back. He's probably a B++ if there's B, such a thing. Mm, I'm not sure you can have a B++. I'd give you in a which, B plus or an A. I think in which case he's a B plus, And yeah. that is only based around those odd moments of, I'm going to describe it as recklessness. Yes. Such as um, the Man City game. Such as the Man City game. 
Um, generally, he's been pretty solid. He scored some goals, some important goals for us, actually. He scored some goals, which ironically at times has been more than the people that should have scored goals. Yeah. But that, again, that's a different matter. He always looks like he's giving it 100%. And he's, I'm not saying he's a player that's got a lot of, we'll call it rapport with the crowd. He's not that sort of player, you know, but he's solid. He's, he's played a lot of games. Um, and apart from the odd moment when he loses his head, I thought he was pretty good. But that those odd moments when you lose your head did come to bite us. And they do when you're when you're a centre back. That is that's well, why I remember him. Madeline. Um. Well, Dad was going to go for a B plus plus. I was. Gonna, I'm going to go for an A minus. And you're going um, the other way. Yeah. Just based on he's had from what I can remember, and honestly, do correct me if I'm wrong. I can think of two bad bad moments. That being obviously the city game and the short pass against Wolves. Um, if there's any more, I can't think of them. I don't um, think there's a couple of, oh, we could have done better. I don't think there's yeah, any more howlers. Glaring ones. Yeah. Um, and although those rash moments are frustrating, I think he's played all bar two games. It might even be all bar one. I can't remember if he did miss one with injury at the end of the season. Um, but that in itself, I think, deserves some credit. Um, I think, as, as Dad says, he hasn't got necessarily the rapport with the crowd like someone like Ramsdale does. Yet I don't really know of anyone that doesn't like him. Um, I think he's been pretty dependable. Uh, as Dad says, he always does look like he's given it 100%. He looks like it means something. He's normally one of the chief why are Arsenal celebrating what they've won the Premier League um, victims? Yeah. Because he does, you know, he gives it some and I like that. Uh, he looks like he's settled a lot more this season. Obviously, again, if we if we go to sort of rash moments, he definitely made a lot more last year. So there's definitely been a maturity in him this season. And I think he's looked more like a leader as well this season. At times he's been the most experienced of a back four um, in an Arsenal shirt, at least. Um, he's been rewarded with a Brazil cut, uh, a few Brazilian call-ups, and I, I genuinely think he's been very, very good for us this season. Yep, good good little summary. Um, goals, yeah, something there. They're not just goals, they're important goals as well. The one against West Ham was absolutely crucial at the time. Um, I'm trying to think off the top of my head. There was one against Leicester. Leicester. Yeah. Uh, I can't think of any more off the top. There was the Everton one at the end of the season. That that was a bit, bit pointless, but there you go. Um, But yeah, some, some important goals in there. Yeah, decent, decent second season. It certainly didn't didn't regress from last year. I'll go go with Dad that sort of B plus sort of range, and definitely 
being that fit and that reliable is something that's that's worth um praise for so yeah good season for gabriel mr white next to him um his first season a lot of money a lot of expectations a lot of pressure um had a terrible day uh, at brentford um first up i wasn't too worried then but obviously wasn't wasn't great to see but overall for from ben white in his first season at arsenal Who wants to kick us off for this one? I'll start Benny Blanco if you like. Yes. Um, I'm again gonna give. I think I'm gonna give Benny Blanco an A minus. I don't think there's been a lot between him and Gabriel this season. Um, they've both had their moments of uh, erraticness, maybe the odd challenge that you don't need to go in for, and as you say. He did have quite a bad day away at Brentford, but didn't we all? Um, I certainly did. Yeah. I think he surprised a lot of people. I said at the beginning of the season, I actually hadn't watched a lot of him play. Um, he's another one that's become a big fan favourite. Um, again, gives it some, always looks like it means something. Uh, he's not lost many aerial duels this year. Uh, which has been good. Him and Gabriel have built up a good partnership together. Uh, he obviously helps us play out from the back really well. He's been reliable, played at right back for us as well. Um, and and yeah, I think he hasn't put many feet wrong without at times being especially spectacular. Though I am contemplating whether to upgrade him to an A based on the one challenge on Hyungmin Son early on in the North London Derby alone, which was a much needed challenge. Um, I think you've mentioned that about five times. I, I love it. Um, but no, I'll, I'll, I'll go for an A minus. I don't think he's put many feet wrong. Uh, been very dependable. Also played a lot of games this season, um, and yeah, just yeah. I think the other thing to look at again has he been an upgrade on what we had last season? Absolutely, um, and that's probably he's definitely helped with Gabrielle's improvement this year as well. Yep, completely agreed, Dad. Same rating, different rating. Again, I'm I'm going for a B plus. He. I think he's been injured for longer than we all realised. He's had a couple of games where he's played at right back, where they've put him at right back. He's not a right back. I particularly, I think it was Burnley. What what we were doing, putting him there, I have no idea. Because we lost any width we had. That's not his fault. Um, I I just think, He's clearly been injured for probably the last eight or nine games of the season. Um, funny enough, he, you, you look at him at times and think he's lost his head, but he's quite, he seems to manage to salvage it, it from somewhere and keep himself on the pitch. Um, I think think if he's fit another next season you you'll see a better player um generally do think you'll see a better player i think 
looking at him, he could be there for a, the one of the centre halves for a long time. I just think he needs to be fit. He knows what's expected of him. Um, quite like him. I think there's areas for improvement, but maybe I'm being a bit harsh on him, but I'll give him a B plus. No, I think with all the players, there's there's still room for improvement. And yeah, apart from that Brentford game, can't think of a can't think of an absolute shocker he, he had, to be honest. So yeah, B plus. Again, I'd I'd probably go for. Uh, right, let's go for the first of the backup defenders. The one that played the most was probably Mr. Cedric. Um, this will be an interesting one, actually, because this is the the first one where I'm not sure if we'll we'll all agree on the stay or leave. They're not we're not going to send him out on loan. We know that, but let's start with that. Cedric, is he someone we want to keep in the future, or is he someone we think, yeah, could could try and offload in the summer. I, th- I think it depends what what you're going to do. If you're going to, if he's stopping a youngster coming through, if I would say should should go. If you're going to send one of the youngsters on loan to gain more experience, I would say you keep if you you if you and you 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 know Tommy Asso is going to struggle to play every game is Cedric good enough to play in the Europa League I think he probably is certainly probably to start with certainly to start yeah should we be looking for a better backup probably do I think we could spend our money better Elsewhere on the pitch, probably. Probably the only complaint with Cedric is he's probably earning too much money for a backup right back. Um, has the odd moment where he looks really good. Also has the odd moment where he reminds me a bit of Hector because he's out of position. So, But we'll come back to that. Go on, Madeline. Yeah, good, good little, good little summary of Cedric there. You can, we, as we go on, you more than welcome to decide. Okay, I'm. This is what I'm gonna do with him now. I've given it some, some more thought. But yeah, interest in the, the spending money is something we have to take into account. We can't just sell everyone we don't think is absolutely brilliant. Okay, go on, Madeline. Sell or keep? I think. Like like Dad, I, th- I do think it depends. I think probably we'll know quite a lot after pre-season. Um, I think it very much depends on, and this is going to sound like me bigging up another youngster, but from what I've seen, it very much depends on uh, what Arteta depends to do with, decides to do with uh, Norton Cathy. Because there's obviously reports that he's going to, be given a chance in pre-season should he impress in pre-season I think he stays and plays in the Europa League but I also would still probably keep Cedric for the second half of the Europa League campaign based on you can't rely too much 
on a 17, 18 year old to hold down your right hand side in a Europa League, let's say quarter final. And Won't it's, Tommy it's actually, be playing in a quarter Yeah, no, 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 though, but I'm, I'm getting on to the, you might get a situation where you've got a big game the weekend, big game midweek, big game at the weekend. Cedric at least has that experience um, to be able to come in and maybe play. And look, you might find that he is just not needed. But I'm not sure the risk is worth taking, also based on the fact I don't think anyone wants him and he's got absolutely no intention of leaving. Um, He's clearly not that arsed about how much football he plays. He went from being a reserve at Southampton to coming to Arsenal, also knowing he was basically going to be a reserve. And I, I, I don't think you will actually be able to offload him. So you may as well keep him. But that I don't think that necessarily means he um, disrupts the development and the progress of any youngster. Okay. Um, I'll get this one out of the way now then, because obviously we we don't know what we want to do with Norton Cuffey, but we want him as an Arsenal player in some form. What about Ossia Tutu? If you want to talk about players that are injury prone, mm. he'd fit right in as a fullback at Arsenal. Um, so. Well, you've missed another man, Matthew, that's played some games at right back, and I can't tell you how well he's played him or not, which is Saliba. Facts. I didn't even know he played some games at right back, to be honest with you. I so, have. The young I man who made Scott it into the, the. He was the young player of the year in France. The made it yep. into the league uh, side of the year team. He did play a number of games at right back. But again, if that's what you want to do, then you need to think what you're going to do with Norton. Yeah. Because. And you might need. I I definitely think there's a chance for some games next year. We could go with the three at the back. I know Arteta likes a 4-4-2, but um, in effect, he or 4-3-3 in effect. No, I don't know whether it's a 4-4-2 or a 4-3-3. It's, I could see him playing some games with the, with the three centre-halves. And Saliba and Mr White, are both reasonably comfortable bringing the ball out. I actually think Saliba's probably a better passer of a ball. He hasn't quite got the Virgil van Dijk 40, 50-yard crossfield ball yet, but... He is nearly 10 years younger, though, so all kinds of slack. So, you know, therein lies what do you do. Madeline's actually, you know, what what are you going to get? You're not going to get anything for Cedric. He, he, I don't know what he's on. If he's at 
he's probably on 50, 60 a week, maybe a little bit more because he was on a free. Um, I don't even know how much time he's got left on a contract. No, I don't. I know it's not. A, he's not in the last year, but whether so, it's one or whatever, not sure. But the other, the other thing that everyone has to bear in mind is, you know, let, let's make an assumption we get through to a reasonably late stage in the Europa League. You'd want to do better in the FA Cup. We did do quite well in the Carabao Cup. We got to the semi-final. Everyone's forgotten that. Um, that's a lot of games. So the squad as it as it is was, however you describe it, was clearly not deep enough to do that many games. Um, Cedric is on £75,000 a week. He's got another three years on his deal. He ain't going anywhere. It runs out on the 30th of June, 2024. I did not realise it was quite that a lengthy and B I didn't much. realize it was quite that lengthy. No, either. I don't don't care what you want to do with Cedric. He's staying here after that. Um okay. Let's move on to wow. The I don't even know how to describe him. Mr. Tavares. Erratic and chaotic erratic. two words I like erratic to Erratic is the is the best word without a doubt. Firstly, let, let's let's give him give him a grade because he did play a quite a considerable amount at one point during the season, and ironically, at that point, looked fairly decent. So, if we're going to give him a grade, it might be a grade of two halves of a season, but we we're going to give him a mark. What would we give him? I think he's probably a C plus. Just just scraped a pass. Uh, uh, early on. He looked quite good, and then I don't know what went on. Um, when he had a shocker at Anfield, but he lost his way a bit. Um, yeah, I think a C plus. I still think there's a there's a player in there. Um, in fact. Did you go to, you and me went to that Wimbledon game, Madeline, didn't we? And he he spent most of the game on these, I know it was only Wimbledon, but he spent most of the game on the edge of their box. (laughs) So, you know, I know they're not a particularly great side. That's not a great way to judge a team, but. No, they did actually go down, didn't they? They did actually go down. But at that point, they were flying. Yeah, they did. It was very, very strange. Luckily for them, MK Dons didn't go up. That's about the only silver lining. But, but the, there are moments in him. He looks quite good. I, I've just used the analogy of the Hector Bellerin. His positioning is awful. Absolutely yes. awful. Um. What did you expect before the season started? I've no idea, actually. Bear in mind, I'd not actually heard of him. No. No. No, I, I did. I came in not knowing what to expect, and I still don't know what to expect. So, but, but he, the fact he'll be out of position, I have no idea what else to expect. 
and I think that's the one of those positions that bothers me quite a lot. Knowing Tierney's injury record since he's come to Arsenal. Whilst okay. I like I like him. Yeah. Okay, well what so with Nuno, would we be interested in keeping him, selling him, or potentially if the opportunity arose, sending him out on a loan? If the opportunity arose, I'd like to send him on loan to Germany. I really feel as though he's suited to German football. I, I tell you, the only thing you gain from sending him out to Germany would be selling him a year later for a decent amount of money because he ain't going to learn any defending in Germany. No, but there's also an element of confidence that needs to be returned. And I don't think anyone else in the Premier League is going to take him. That that wouldn't surprise me. Or the Championship. God, could you imagine someone like Warnock having him as a manager? Oh, no. my God. I think there's no point selling him because his wages aren't that big. He might yet turn out to be a good player and you're not going to get any money from him. So there's no point doing that. I still feel as though he could be efficient in a back three, but obviously as the wing back where he doesn't have to do much defending. Um, and I still feel as though you need as much cover as possible in that left back position, even if we do sign the left back. Um, because it actually probably doesn't matter how many left backs we sign, they probably will all get injured. Um, so any cover is better than having to put Cedric at left back. Okay. So we still could sell him, but uh, could loan him, but more more inclined to keep. Okay. Yep. Um, our last defensive player for now is Mr. Holding. Um, don't know what else to say. The only thing you say is he does does what it says on the tin. That sometimes it's frustrating. That sometimes it's fantastic, especially well, specifically when we go to a free at the back with five minutes left, and he'll just get his big forehead in everywhere um again not played much football what would we do with rob holding you got Keep. saliba coming back you've got saliba so at the minute you if you sign no one he'd be a fourth choice center back yeah. and i think you need another left-sided center back or you need to find two Saliba. left back and put Tierney at left. Saliba centre. has played on the left side of a back two as well, though. Wow. His first, his first season, his, the season we signed, certainly back on loan to San Etienne, he played on the left hand side. Thank God we didn't send him this year. Yeah, and then this season he played on the right hand side at Marseille. So he is available on both sides. I think unless you, you've uncovered some absolute gem of a player, 
that you're you're going to sell Rob for more than you're going to bring somebody in, I I would keep Rob. Okay. Apart from one really poor little spell against Tottenham where he he lost his head completely. Generally, he'd been all right. I mean, he was always a worry against Son. Yeah, that was that was always a bit of a concern. And if yeah, you, we look, know. you look at it that day, you had such a makeshift back four. It's not entirely his fault, but there's me sticking up for Rob, but he he's probably a year away from we need to make an improvement. Again, you could stick him in, I think, the early rounds of the Europa League. He'd be solid enough. He'd do all right. You should be able to stick him in the early rounds of the Carabao Cup. Hopefully. Um, I'm assuming he doesn't earn a fortune. No, he did. We did. He did sign a contract. Was it about a year ago as well? Yeah. So that's not a problem or anything. I'd keep. I'd keep Rob. So keep Rob as a sort of fourth choice centre half. Yep. Okay, happy with that. Right, uh, time to move into the middle of the park. Um, let's start with someone that almost played every game, Mr. Xhaka, unless he was suspended, of course. Um, I think we'd all agree, probably his best season at Arsenal. Um, would we all want to keep Granite Xhaka as well, I'd assume? Yes. Oh, Dad's Dad's a bit hesitant. Go on. I still think you could find somebody. He he, he was vastly improved. What what was worried me with Jacker is his mobility. Um, and he does have those odd moments, which you'd think he'd grow out of but he clearly hasn't. The other thing, and that's not... I, I think his reputation goes before him and he gets booked and he gets sent off when players from other teams don't. The immortal, when someone points one, two, three, and that's the first foul he's made, is... I mean, that about sums it up. So... I think it's whether you can get an upgrade, but it's not a, it's not going to replace with an eighteen-year-old. He's passing. He's quite good. Go on, Madeline. No, I I think for me he's a keep. Um, One, I think he is still so integral to Arteta's system and that is why every time we maybe get a little bit frustrated and go surely this is his last chance surely this was his last chance he's always back in there I think that his leadership is so important in that dressing room especially if we factor in the fact that Lacazette is probably leaving 
there's a player having experience and there's also a player having Premier League experience and experience at this club. Um, I think that you probably, yes, while his mobility isn't what it could be, the job he does, I think, outweighs the mobility and party has enough legs behind him i think to m the majority of that problem party makes up for um and as as i say he has just had his best season in an arsenal shirt so i think selling him would be a mistake but i'm obviously not against signing someone not necessarily to replace him, but to rotate him with, um, and and yeah, I, I think he's not irreplaceable, but I don't think that's a necessary replacement right now. Yeah, I'd agree with you, Madeleine. I think if a big offer came in that we simply couldn't turn down, that wasn't for another Premier League team, I'd be... I'd consider the offer and be happy to move him on. But other than that, I'm more than happy to keep him there. He, it's definitely his best season on Arsenal shirt. The Man City red card was very annoying. Wasn't needed. So that was a classic Xhaka moment. But that was sort of the last the last one we've seen. He didn't really make any big errors that led to goals. The Liverpool red card was a bit harsh. He, Clearly weren't weren't aware of his surroundings and stuff like that, but yeah, um, I'd I'd probably I'd, well I barely expect to keep Xhaka. I don't think there's there is a chance of that sort of big offer coming in for him. Whether I want him starting, um, I think I could go either way of it. Depends on if we get a replacement and again what Dad said earlier about the bigger areas to, to consider but yeah um, that's that's the stance on, on Granite Jacker let's go for the man that we well that was meant to partner him for the season that did at times very effectively and then it all went a bit wrong when he got injured. It's another injury prone player. It's Mr. Party. Mr. Never been injured until I've joined Arsenal. Firstly, I assume we wanna we wanna keep him. Again, taking in injuries into account, what would we grade him? An improvement on last year, Madeline, to start with? Yeah, absolutely, an improvement. One, because he's managed to stay fit for slightly more of this season than he did of last. Um, two, I think he's really, really grown into the team this year. Um, I think that there's been games that he has been pretty, pretty exceptional is a big, big word. And I'm trying to think of a slightly lesser word, but I can't. So we're going to go with exceptional for now. Um, you know, as well, as much as we did lose that game against Man City, he was unreal. Um, and again, if we're talking about players who have 
had rash moments of why the hell have you done that? He actually does also fit into that category. Uh, those two yellow cards against Liverpool actually do uh, still. I still haven't worked out what he was thought he was trying to do. Um, but he has definitely been an improvement and definitely been someone that in our side has become integral um, and probably probably gets yeah I'm gonna go for a B plus based on injuries Dad, uh, Thomas Party for you. What what are you gonna give him? I'm uh, um, I'm slightly harsher than Madeline, but only based on on the the amount of games he didn't play. I'd have given him a B. That is, he wasn't exceptional all all season. He had a really good patch. I think when he's on song, we look a good a better than good side. Ironically, you look at the end of the season when we didn't have the best end of the season. Thomas Partey's not playing. And in in fairness, I thought El Nenny did really well when he came in, but he's not Thomas Partey. Um, he's got a better presence about him, and I think that gives other te- the opposition something to think about more than... Having said that, the game he got injured, Palace wasn't his finest, however long. And his moment against Liverpool, moments, two moments, well, especially the second one. I do question why we stuck him on the pitch. But you, you would think you'd be smarter than that. So he's a B. My learned friends joined us. So what does he say to Mr. Party for the season in a old-fashioned grading system, Mr. Lillis, like you and I would have had at school? You're probably familiar with the term D in your case. I know, I've never got past a C minus. You know, <laughs> <laughs> that was on a good day. So early. When he was good, he was very, very good. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it was becoming consistent in parts, but yeah, I think the B, maybe a B minus, um, would be where I'd go with that. In fact, I think was what is it, eight to C or eight to E? It's eight. We 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 haven't given out any A stars yet, but they 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 are uh, up for grabs. But there's a B minus then. I think a B, a B minus. minus. You can see there's so much there. He brings so much to the table. Um, Hey, party brings so much to the table. Yeah. If we had a table playing with us, I'd say he'd bring so much to the party. But um, yeah, he brings he brings a lot. He, 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 there's so much there. But I, th- I think we're only we've only seen bits of it at the moment. And when he has been on his game, we've really dominated games. Yeah, it's it's he is you know there, there is. I'm hoping next season will be his season. He gets a good, full um, 
break. He's had a long break already. He's getting the full break. Are they? Are they? Did they qualify for the World Cup? Yeah, they did. Uh, <coughs> yeah. Ironically, oh, well. I think he scored he, the goal. He scored the goal. Oh, of course he did. And blew out. And, it was um, a, and ironically, it was a long shot which we hadn't seen yet. <laughs> well, no, yeah. he did score this season. <laughs> yeah. he, he scored twice. Twice. Headers. At the near seen, post. We've seen lots of long shots. Yeah. Just not many on target. Not many he, anywhere near the goal. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so B minus, B minus, but on his on his day, he he, he wasn't an, an A and A plus. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Glimpses of glimpse of absolute brilliance, which does at times make it slightly more frustrating when he's not quite quite at that level, whether that is fit fitness related or not. But yeah, ironically, he's actually had sort of more howlers than Zacharias this season, which seems strange to say. But yeah, definitely one. Have, have I missed Jacker? Yeah, you have, mate. See, I would have given him an A minus. An A minus. I don't know what anyone else has given, so apologies for being late. But um, I would have given him an A minus because I actually think he has been one of our key players this season. Yeah, that, um, we did. We did all all say that. All right. Okay. Cool. Yeah, um, let, let's move on then. Um, we'll go for, I, I can already see someone smiling at the at the top. They know, he knows who this is going to be. We're going to go for Mr. Erdegaard. Dad, we've got to start with you. What what grade are you going to oh, give he, your he favourite? Is, he is definitely an A to an A plus. He is such a player. Can't actually think of a bad game he's had. Hardly missed the game. Hardly missed the game, Madeline. Um, maybe better in some than others, I'll give you that. But I think the only criticism is I think there's more goals in there than, than um, he scored. Maybe he needs to move Cedric out of the way when it comes to free kick taking round the box. Um, and you, you'd always give a man a good mark for that stonking free kick against Burnley away. So, <laughs> thank you, Matthew. Very sorry. Very good, Matthew. He's turned up late there, Carl. He's now his phone's going off now. It's not so. It's an <laughs> that was your team. Sorry, yes. it was you. That was your team. That was just because I think there's a little bit going on there for your dad. He's having a little bit of a bromance <laughs> with uh, Mr. Odegaard. Oh yeah. It feels very one-sided. Mm, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's harsh, Dad. I think. Yeah. A bit harsh, but yeah, it's fair. Go on, go on, Carl. Well, fortunately, I've got distance on my side, um, so I'm not likely to get beaten up because I've got 50 miles between us. They they might be closer than than, than we are. Um, again, when we've when we've been playing really well, he's shown up. The only concern I've got is sometimes when we've really needed him to turn turn it on it's not quite worked for him 
and I would like I'd like that big day when to come where he's actually taking the team forward. And I don't think that happened. Um, I think the only one that happened with out of our team actually at any any points was was possibly Saka. Um, so he was really good, but he's not an A. I go for a B plus. I, it was definitely, you know, you can see the progress this year has been fantastic. He's getting really there. He's getting, but there's still loads more to come. I can't give him an A this season because what am I going to give him next season when he absolutely nails it, okay, which so... I really do expect. Okay, we like that. Don't, we like, don't, we don't give A to... stars. Don't give A stars. That means they're leaving. Hearing what you give him next year, yeah. Madeline. He gets an A from me um, because I think one that he has had a few not so good games, maybe not necessarily where he's been specifically bad, but we just haven't seen a lot of him. I worry slightly about him in a physical sense uh, because there's been times where a big CDM's sort of got a hold of him and we've not really seen him uh, but he is arguably this team's most important player nearly everything goes through him um, very fluid very dynamic doesn't mind doing a bit of the dirty work I can't think of a specific slide tackle against Tottenham on his behalf but I'm sure there was one um, and I think he's really started to show his leadership as well, um, which I think has been key um, and really does provide that calm head when nearly everyone around him is losing it. Um, so Martin Odegaard gets an A from me. Okay, and we all want to keep him. There's no point. There's no point even even asking out. I don't think Dad would even entertain an offer, let alone consider one. <laughs> um, right, let's move on to. Well, we know. Firstly, we know LNA is is going to be staying. Um, this was a conversation we had about two or three weeks ago, I think, and we were we were split at the time. Um, are we all happy with the decision of El Nene basically being a fourth or fifth choice centre midfielder? Yep. Yep, more than happy with it. Happy? Yeah. Yep. Okay, we'll move on to um, Lakonga, someone that is... Young, first season in the Premier League, started off quite well, dipped a bit, couldn't really get much action after that. Um, in the end, it was decided that El Nene was sort of the, the better option for the for the scenario we found ourselves in. Um, I'm assuming none of us want to decide, had enough of him, decided he's not good enough and move on. So we all want to happily keep him here. 
would we would we consider a loan again or do we think we Europa League football that's a great opportunity for him to to get some get some minutes in his legs I'm, I'm definitely for the Europa League give him some minutes in the legs go on sorry Carl I didn't mean to talk across you mate go on carry on I, 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 I look at the Congo I think I think there's a there really is a player in there. I I don't think anyone quite, you know, probably the same applies to Tavares. He started quite well and then he dropped off. I think the move into English football, the Premier League, physically is probably harder than you imagine. He's played, he played a season and a bit in in Belgium, if it was a complete season, he's come. There's obviously going to be a bit of a dip. I think there really is a player in there. I would keep him. I would use him, especially. Again, I'll go back to depends who you get in the Carabao Cup, but you you use him in the Carabao Cup. You use him in the Europa League, and you keep him moving on. I think in probably another two years. You'll be looking at a really top player. I think he's got just about everything. He's got some pace. Again, probably it's the end product that lets him down a bit. You you don't look at him and think, oh, there's there's one going in the top corner here, do you? That's probably my only top corner to stand. Yeah. Probably based on the one finish you tried the other day. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't um, know, what do you think, Cole? You've watched them a long time. I'm, I'm torn on this, right? I, I really like him. I like him as a player. But you've got just... If Elneny, Xhaka and and uh, Party are staying and they bring in one more, I don't think you want him as your fifth choice. That's, that's kind of a waste at his age. So you'd need to put him out on loan. And you'd, you'd want to put him out alone, ideally at a premiership team rather than abroad. You'd kind of want him in the premiership team, so he's getting used to the pace. So perhaps a, a newly promoted club or or a, a steady club that wants a little bit of reinforcement in there and isn't going to pick him as their number four midfielder. Yeah. Um, that's that's my only concern is you've got him, um, uh, Patino, I think it'll be, the, the Europa League is probably more useful for Patino's development and the Carabao Cup for Patino's development than it is for Lukonga's. And if if we can get, um, if we've got four others, then put him out on loan, but at high level. Okay, okay yeah, In, interesting stuff. Um, let's move on then to the more attacking areas. Well, you've missed one more out, Matthew. Go on. And you and can't me, give... but that's not important. Yeah. I didn't. Go. I didn't. I didn't get an opinion. So. Go on. What do you think you should do, Lakonga? Um. Well, Carl made me think of a point I hadn't thought of, but I do think that in the Europa League, Lakonga is actually ahead of El Nenny, even though El Nenny was ahead of him come the end of the season. Because as much as at one point in this season they thought he was going to be parties understudy, from what I gathered after the Everton game, he's almost Xhaka's understudy. And he really looked like he thrived in that role. And 
that's probably the near future role he'll have rather than the number six. So I think he starts in the Xhaka role in the early rounds of the Europa League. But if we did bring someone in of high quality, if they sent him out on loan, I wouldn't be throwing my chair against the window. Oh, that's good to hear. Oh, that was an interesting point, actually. Glad, glad we all remembered you. God, oh, you, who, who have I forgotten? You forgot Mr. Maitland Niles. Maitland Niles. I mean, we could do loans at the end. I was. I will be, we'll honest, be here I for months. Been... Okay, go on then. Okay, right. We're going to move into the the attacking areas. Um, let's start with. Would actually we get an easy one out of the way? Nicholas Pepe. Are we all get rid of him? Please, yeah. please, please it's go. Really, a C minus. I'm not, I've C minus is generous. I'm looking. <laughs> oh, at... that's my lowest grade. I'm doing all the C minus being the lowest. I can't. I just don't. Yeah, he, 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 you know, he's just frustrated. A goal against Wolves. Other than that, he has failed for me. He gets a. He gets a D. Maybe a D minus. I think I'm with Carl. I think he's a C minus. But uh, a couple I'm, of go on, sorry. I'm firmly of the opinion of you've you've got to cut your losses and try to recoup some of the considerable funds we spent on him. And if no, it's we, twenty five million, it's twenty five million. I don't think we'll get anything for him. I think he'll go out on loan. We might get a loan fee. Oh, God, I don't want a loan. That would be the worst scenario. And uh, I'm going with the... If you're, if we're allowed Ds, I'm going with the Ds. And it's yeah, yeah, absolutely. I have a minus because whatever level you put him at, he's underachieved. So that minus goes with him. Xhaka's minus was because he done something stupid every now and then. And that's why he gets a minus. Um, you know, so he gets a D minus because he done... He, he he just flattered to deceive, and it just summed it up when he was who was it against Leeds? Just kick it forward, shoot whatever, do anything other than have the ball taken off you at that point. And he had the ball t- by by Daniel James, I think it was as well. Well, I mean, good grief! I mean, that, I'm just no disrespect to James; he's done a good job, but good grief. No. Yeah, I I was with Dan. I wanted to see if we get a decent, well, some sort of money back on the money, the huge amount we spent. But um, yeah, at this who's, point, who's get red. Yeah, get red. Don't don't care. Just don't want him playing for us next year, and ideally if, not alone. If you fancy some positive news, he's still got three years left on his deal. Great. Jesus Christ. I'd I'd, I'd offer a lift for a club. Ironically, Carl, we probably still owe Leal some money on him. Well, I don't think they've been paid out too much. It's all been shared between two people, that one, isn't it? I think. We certainly didn't gain anything from it. It was a terrible deal. Even then, it was a terrible deal. But good grief, it's just... he, He could have delivered and perhaps justified... In being a big like like Ben White's justified his existence as a big money sign-in. This guy hasn't justified anything, really, okay. over three years. No. Okay, let's move on to Gabriel Martinelli. Again, 
all want to keep him. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll hear some grades for this one. I think this this one could be a bit more divisive than we've seen so far. Carl, let's start with you. A grade for oh, I'll, 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 Again, I'll, I'll, I'll go. I love him, right? His work rate, he he reminds me of a Jack Russell with a ball. He just just does that sort of thing like Sanchez done before. He just wants the ball. He wants to play football. So there's a lot to come from him. And I know I'm putting him on the same grade as I put Odegaard on. And I think I know I was harsh on Odegaard as well before anyone says it. But I'm going to give him a B plus. Um, He just needs to work on his finishing and if he's finishing you know because we all i think all of us think he should be a center forward really you know but if he if if his finishing came off then wow that's that's some player that's uh, um, ronaldo old ronaldo-esque yeah the um the other ronaldo the brazilian ronaldo-esque he is that sort of body shape and everything about him, and I just think that he would be a. Not I think anymore. He's, a, he's not. No, <laughs> oh, no, did you see no, him the other night? No. He's more <laughs> like me than, um, than Martinelli, but um, <laughs> yeah, uh, I'd love it. I'd love it if you could just get that finishing together. Be great. So B plus. B plus, Madeline. He he's getting a B plus from me as well. Uh, one, because the end of his season has been significantly better than the beginning of it, but a lot of that is due to game time. And two, because you never quite know what you're going to get. Um, somewhat like Nuno Tavares, but on a better scale. Um, of Sometimes you are left questioning why he's decided to make that decision to continue to run down the blind alley of the left-hand side of the wing rather than cut inside. Um but, you know, each to their own. Uh, but, yeah, if you could sort out that final ball, we'd, we'd be a lot. His grade would definitely be an A-. minus. Um, so, but I think he's done well. I think, he, again, he's another one that's improved on last season. Um, some really, really lovely finishes. But... Just that final product, normally more so with a cross than a shot, I think. Um, maybe, I don't know whether he will turn out to be a bit like one of those players that the less time he's got to think about something, the better he tends to be. The um, Theo Walcott, as I like to The Theo it. Walcott, yes. Um, but we shall see. But I think he's had a good season um, and hopefully can really, really kick on next season. Yep, Dad. I'm, I'm was torn between a B and a B plus. I think he struggled early on in the season. He he went to the Olympics. He came back. He probably he didn't have a pre-season. He was chucked in the side because we were short of players. He probably didn't do himself a lot of favours early on. I've raved about his goal against Newcastle previously. You you can see, and Cole's right, I, how how you teach somebody to become a better finisher is, is quite a hard thing to do. You can either finish or not finish. Some people, hello, Mr. Walcott, give them no time to think about it. He's 
you know, he'd stick the ball away. Martinelli's a another team. You you look at some of the goals he scored, the goal a couple of seasons ago against Chelsea, where he's run an awful long way with, with the ball, and you think you've had quite a lot of time to think about this. Other times, yeah, I think I think that final ball. I'm with Carl. I still think he will end up playing in the middle, not wide. Um, it's just like if he could improve that finishing. I don't know how many he scored in the season, by the way. But I feel that it should have been more than it was. I reckon there's Newcastle. There's two against Leeds. There's one against West Ham. I'm sure there was another one in there as well. But I reckon it's about five. And I forgive him his moment of madness because he shouldn't have been sent off because I've watched other people not get sent off for the same thing. So It's six, Matthew. Six. six. What have I missed off? Let me have a loop. Okay, right. We'll move on while you... You find that out for us. Um, Emil Smith-Rowe. Who wants to kick us off? We won't start with Madeline because she's doing this research on I'd Martin's goals. A, a B. He, B. He was really good. I, I, I think... I can't remember when he, he got injured. But he... I think he struggled for fitness for for months. I think Arsenal being Arsenal, he probably came back sooner than he should have done. And I don't think that's entirely suited him. He's also struggled a bit for game time and because Martinelli's picked up. But he I think he's a B. He scored goals. I couldn't tell you the last goal he scored though. But Chelsea. Chelsea. Yeah. I think, again, I think there's more goals in there. He's a good finisher, in fairness, Carl. Very calm in front of goal. But genuinely don't think he was fit for the last probably two, three months of the season. Certainly, the night you die, that's what it seemed like. Um, you know, if, you, if I was judging it on the, the first two-thirds half two-thirds of the season he'd be a B plus and, and he was brilliant and some games he really was amazing um but yeah I mean I've got he's my as I think you know he's my favorite I'll stick with a B there's more to come there again um he does have a good knack in front of goal now which you probably didn't see so much of in in the last last year but we saw it this year. He's, he's knacking front. He's, he, he really has. Um, his finishing has been pretty good. I'll keep. I've watched. I've watched that goal against Chelsea again. The other day. I love watching that goal. I think it's a great goal. Um, and uh, yeah, I still think there's a lot more to come there. And I'm not not sure we'll see the best of him for a couple of years yet. But that that's just the way it is sometimes. I, I yeah. still think we'll see a really good, a better player next year than we did, than we did this year, as we have done this year, as far as the last year. Um, and that's an age thing. But I, I think it'll be a few more years before we see the best of him. And it may well be um, when Mr. Odegaard moves on. Yeah, 
if Mr. Adiabu is on, of course. Oh, sorry. sorry. Let's move on very, very <laughs> quickly. Burn the witch. Right. <laughs> Firstly, Madeline, um, I'm going to do a bit of a a bit of a Rachel Riley for you. Have you worked out the problem of who Martinelli also scored against? I have. It was the last game of the season that we were both at. It was Everton at home. Of course, it was. Yeah. <laughs> Penalty. Yeah. Yes. We got Gabrielle scored in that game earlier as well. That's, yes. Considering that's a week ago, it's not great. Um, Okay, and your your rating for for Smith Rowe? Well, first of all, I think Dan has been. I think I think he's been mugged off slightly here, and I think everyone's suffering from slight short term memory, um, because I think he's had a better season than Martinelli. Um, so for that reason, seeing as I gave Martinelli a B plus, he's getting an A minus. Um, and he's getting an A minus because let me tell you. He scored some very important goals this season against some big, big rivals of ours, the likes of Tottenham, the likes of Chelsea. Um, he's got 12... Man United. Go- Man United, yeah. 12 goal contributions in across across the Premier League season. Um, I think... Oh, and even, even that goal against Brentford broke the deadlock when we were looking a bit... In fact, I think he came on, or maybe he switched no, sides. No, he, Did he, he switched sides in that game. Yeah. There was also the one against Watford where we got a 1-0 win, and oh, he, was yes. the, he was the difference that yes. day. Yes, and he secured a win against West Ham as yeah, well, not, if I remember. quite a few goals on the bench in a row, actually, yes. which almost maybe didn't help him. Yes, I think, obviously, he didn't have the end of the season that maybe we and him would have wanted, but I think he, as improvement goes, has improved tenfold, especially in the finishing department. Um, if he could stay fit, that would be even better. Um, for, but I think, especially factoring in this has been his breakout season, I think he's been a game changer for us at times. And that first half of the season he really really was the one that stood out for us and not carried us through a lot of those games but there was not many performances less than an eight out of ten in that first half of the season so he's getting an a minus and the obvious being he is a meal smith row which does add at least half a mark and he came through hayland which adds another half mark Wow, he's almost he's almost an A star. Go on, Carl. Thank you for putting in my put me in me in my place there. I feel really bad because he is my favourite, and I've <laughs> I've marked him down a little bit. So I, I'm, can I can I up mine? I'll go with Madeline. And I have to say, I'm I'm completely with you, Madeline. I I was thinking it before you said it. I thought it was absolutely fantastic. I'd still, if I was gonna, you can ask me to build my best team he would be in it over Martinelli at this this moment in time and I think I think yeah as I said almost the fact he did so well off the bench perhaps didn't help him because it was almost oh is he better off the bench no he's not he's an vital player for us he scored some very big goals and he'll continue to be next season and Chelsea was brilliant 
that game away. He was fantastic. I know they took him off after 70 or whatever it was. And he looked really pissed off to be taken off as well, to be fair. But he was he'd been fantastic in that game. That seems to be the game that, that he gets right up for, whether it's a rivalries with certain players. Um the uh, fullback. Um, it seems to be a little bit of rivalry between them two, but uh, he always seems to be right up for that game, no matter what. Or the fact they told him he was too short at the ripe age of 10. That probably riled yeah. him up slightly. But even Reese James seemed to always have a little something going on there. I'm, I'm not quite sure. It might be nonsense. They might have been pals as they were growing up, and it's just a little bit of banter type thing. Or it could be that they've just grown up playing one another over years and it's just become a little bit of a dislike um, which can happen yeah all for that um okay let's move on to Bukayo Saka um I think we all gave him our player of the year except daddy of course gave it to Martin Erdegaard <laughs> um so what mark are we going to give Saka Carl you've said no A stars what are you going to give Saka a plus. No, that's an A star. Is it? Is it really? Yeah. It's not an A no, star. A little not. bit more. No, um, an A plus I, and an A star are different. Thank you. Oh, thank you. I would say that as well. An A plus. He's 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 a he's a he's a straight A student with a little bit more. I don't want to give him no nowhere to grow into. He's there's that's just thing like all these other youngsters. There is more. There's there's more to come. He he, oh, I'm I'm just looking forward to seeing him again. I just really am because he makes me smile. Just him coming out on the pitch and waving makes me smile because he sounds he comes across as such a nice kid, a lovely bloke, loves his parents, loves his family, loves the club, loves the supporters, and and then he goes and plays like a demon, which makes it even better. It's great. He's got the personality in, in some ways of, of an abui, that effervescent child sort of lovely stuff. And he is a child. He's only, what he's, with all due respect to you two, he's, 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 is he 20 now? I think he's just turned yeah, 20. That's a very young age, I'd, I'd like to point very out. Very young age. Very young age. It is. Um, um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm so, I'm happy to give him an A+, plus, but I reckon he'll get an A star next year if he goes for it. Wow. Hopefully he'll be injured for the World Cup. No, Jim, no, actually, that's not fair. I don't want him to no, we're gonna, for, he's I don't gonna want him to be win the World, the World Cup. Cup either. But yeah, he's gonna help us win it. He won't go. Whoever he'll, 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 he'll think it through because he's an intelligent lad. He'll say, "Well, I don't think we should be playing out there," and he'll take he'll, he'll take a stand. But anyway, that's another thing. That's another argument. A plus. Move on. <laughs> okay. We'll go for Dad. We'll leave Madeline till last on this one. I, I get what Carl's saying. I'd give him an A. I, it, probably the only thing, Carl, is you, you've said it. There's more in there. I think there's more goals in there. I look at the number of goals Sterling scores, and I think Saka is potentially a better player than Sterling. Admittedly, he's not in such a good side and not getting as many chances, but I I think there's 15 to 20 goals a season out of Saka. He's he's done really well. But I, I'm, I'm going to 
I, my concern with him is is not his ability, is him being overplayed. And that's my biggest concern. He's become very, very important. He is bought for England and Arsenal, actually, thinking about it. Um, so, yeah, I'll, I'll go with an A. I'll get what you say about his smile as well, Carl, and he does seem a nice kid, so... And that's important. Yep, yep. I go agree with you there, Dad. A A for me. Madeline, you. He gets an A plus from me. Yeah, he's... Um also Dad, a fun fact to you, Raheem Sterling actually only scored two more goals than him this season. Did he? Yes, in the Premier League. And obviously he probably did play less minutes, but you know, <laughs> There's no probably about it to Well, be okay, fair. he definitely did play less minutes. But there's a, obviously an age gap, uh, gap in quality of teammates. So I think for a 20-year-old to be your main man, we've almost become too used to it and he no longer gets enough credit for it. To expect uh, at least 8 out of 10 performance from an 18 year old every single week from an 18 year old from a 20 year old jeez he's got even jeez. younger wow um he's really showing us up now madeline i don't oh what do you mean he's not showing me up i'm younger than him um i think what he does in our side i don't think there's many players in at his age in world football that could do what he does in our side because every week he has two men marking him and every week he finds a way to break them down and there's obviously so much further he can go but to have the season he's had to play you know, in, even in even when he maybe doesn't score or get an assist, he's still so in, integral to everything that we do. And he's probably, ironically, one of his downfalls is we haven't actually seen us without him in the Premier League. And I think that will really make you realise how good he is because you'll realise how much worse his replacement is. Hence why he had to come on against Nottingham Forest. Hence why he had to come on against flipping Wimbledon. Um, Brentford first game of the season. Brentford first game of the season. I think that steward at Wimbledon at home probably was not seeing someone quite so peed off um, as I was sat behind him as I had to see Saka and Smith Rowe come on because the rest of them were doing quite so tragically. Um, but I think he's been exceptional this season. He stayed fit all season. And I just think he's... I just, I just love him. I, I actually don't have a bad word to say against him. So he gets an A-plus from me. Yeah, completely. I'd probably go go for the go just slightly on the A side. But yeah, I think what you say about you're not sure there's another kid his age that has that sort of control of their team in Europe. There isn't one. That's it's as 
It's as simple as that. Um, Nearest you got to him is Phil Foden, who's a, a year or so older. Yeah. And, he, and, and that Phil Foden is absolute quality as well. But, uh, you know, just to put that one out there, them two yeah. have got a, an interesting time ahead of them, I think. But doesn't doesn't have to play every game for Man City, obviously, Foden, because they've got players... Sterling. Be, yeah. They've got player Mares, who's their top goal scorer, <coughs> doesn't even play some weeks. So there you go. We don't have that luxury, but we do have Saka, and we'll, we'll happily accept that for the time being. Okay, um, we've got two sort of main players left. We both know what's happening with them. Um, we both know Lacazette is on his way, um, which I think is something we've we debated for a while, but the last sort of few weeks made that decision much easier for us. And in Ketia, it looks like, and we had this discussion a couple of weeks ago, bit on the fence of it. Looks like he's he's gonna be gonna be staying around. Um might have a deeper chat about that when that's all confirmed and signed. But if we were gonna give them grades for the season, what would we give them? Obviously Eddie is a very short sort mm. of span. And of course Lacazette, what Madeline said about sort of recency bias maybe playing a part. That's certainly the case of Lacazette, someone who for lots of the season was very good and very, very important to the success we enjoyed. Well, he was very good, very important, but he didn't do what we needed him to do, which was score some goals. So it, it, I, I really like him. I think he was a great influence on the on the team. Um and for that, I'd give him a C and not a C minus because I think his attributes stopped him getting a C minus. I won't give him any more than a C because he didn't score. And that's really what his job is. But he led the team well, to be fair. He worked. He, he seemed like a good influence. He seemed like a good influence on the team. So. I think the C is probably fair. I, I, I suppose I could say C minus, but I just think his attributes of with with the team as a captain, I thought he was all right. Um, yeah, I don't want to drop him any further than that. I'm 100% with you. I'm usually Mr. Lillis. I think a C for all those reasons you've said. The leadership, he kept his head. You know, Bamiang supposedly his big mate. There was all mm. that going on, but kept his head. I'm with you. Looks like a re- looks like a really good influence on the the side and the squad. He had the armband for a while. My my criticism because his work rate can't can't knock. And I was the one earlier on in the season going. I think we're a better side with him in. Maybe I overlooked Eddie a bit, but. With, with him in the side, I still think we play better football. But you, if you're in there to score goals, and what did he score? Six, five, and two of them were penalties. I right. thought it was four. Four. I mean, that's so. All of those things, Carl said. I'm with Carl. It's a C as against a C minus. 
Okay, Madeline. He probably gets a C from me too, um, because I think he did a lot of things well for three quarters of the season, two thirds of the season, but he actually didn't do his main job. When you're, I've actually got a list up. He got outscored by six players. Smith Rowe, Saka, Gabriel, Martinelli. They're two separate ones. Erdegaard and Enketia. Yes. And he finished the season level on goals with Aubameyang, who actually did leave the club in January. Um, and Lacazette takes penalties. That is a concern to me. Um, I think he did a lot of things well, and I don't think he did a lot of things well enough. Uh, mm. So he gets he gets a C from me. But leaves lovely with, bloke, I'm sure. Yeah, leaves with love and affection. Big yeah. love. Yeah, uh, absolutely. He is someone that this this may be unpopular. He may not be as good of a player for us. He is in. Three years' time, I'm going to look at Lacazette's time at Arsenal more fondly than I will Aubameyang's. Because I think Lacazette always, always gave his all, always <clears throat> looked like he wanted to be at the club and never had any of the, the disciplinary issues that we, we encountered with Aubameyang. So, yeah, not not a, as good a season as he'd have liked, I'm sure, but overall a very good career at Arsenal and he goes goes with the best wishes of most people I would have I would have I would like to think okay and the last name as I said we didn't didn't see too much of him Mr Nketiah well what are we going to give him you can't take the fact that he was on the bench all season You've got to take that into consideration, really. It, that he was a he was a great disappointment for most of the season. Now, perhaps that wasn't down to him. In fact, Arteta's gone out of the way of of saying it was down to him. Um, down to Arteta. If I was if I was grading him on the, on the last eight matches or whatever it was. He'd be the you best know, player. He'd be right up there as a B plus A, a or going in the A's. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but you got to take into consideration that you know there was thirty plus other games. Um, I'll go. I'll go as a C plus because he scored them goals and, they, and it almost almost got us over the line. Um, and it and, it, and I'm really pleased. Really, really pleased Touchwood that he's staying. Really happy for him. Um, he, he had a nickname in one of the sites called they called him League One Eddie. I don't know if you've ever heard that, but they were calling him League One Eddie, and he's kind of ramming that down a few throats at the moment. And, uh, and that site will be happy that he is as well. They kind they kind of like the name. They kind of like the fact that he's he's ramming it down their throats. Unless, hopefully, we'll see we'll see a progression next se- next season. Be it as a probably he will still be the second striker, but he's going to get a, a shed load of opportunities, um, and he's likely to play twenty five games next season. 
20 to 25 games be it off, off um, from the start or off the bench. So great, you know. Um, but let's have a let's have a B plus season or or an A, a if in fact keep it going like you have that like he has done and get an A next season. Not that you'll be thinking, oh, I can give get, get an A off Carl. That's what he <laughs> that's what he wants. That's his target. How many goals do you want to score already? Oh, I want to get an A from Carl in the Rams at the end of the season. Yeah. Eddie, if you're listening, that's that's 25 goals. 25 goals. <laughs> all right. I'll give you Europa League in that, and 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 obviously the um, the other trophies. But 25 goals and you get an A then. 30 if you get A star, A plus. Sorry, if you get 30. Uh, yeah, um, that, I just agree with what Carl just said. Yeah, I do. I'm, I mean, I'm I'm happy for Eddie because. He's one of these people. He scored a shed load of goals for the England under-21s. But then he seemed to be unable to to score in the Premier League. It doesn't make you a bad player, by the way. It, part of it is opportunity. Part of it is taking those opportunities. And I'm really happy. You, you, look, at, you look at the goals he scored, you don't think, oh, that's an absolute worldie. But the goal against Leeds, where he just closes the keeper down so quickly, you know, that you've got to give the guy credit. If that's Harry Kane, they're all going overboard on it. But it's Eddie, so they don't. Um, I'm with Carl. I, I think there's, there's a guy in there who can score 15 goals in the Premier League a season quite easily. I think if you, depending on who else you buy, you you can play him if you need to as, as two as a two up top. You can play him on his own as he as he has played. I think certainly again I go depending who you buy. Europa League he'll score goals, Carl, and whatever else he's in he'll score goals. I'm, I'll be really happy if he stays, and if it's a hundred grand a week, well, it's hundred grand a week. But your other option is spending twenty million on a backup striker, plus his wages. So do some maths. Yep, I completely agree, Madeline. Anything else you want to add to that? No, I've not got anything to add, um, other than the fact that I was ahead of the curve. Uh, so yeah, you cannot thank you. me, because Mikel does listen to the podcast and knows I am something else. So, yeah. Yeah, fair play to you. You did, you did call it. And yeah. I'll say he's, he's certainly proved me wrong. So, and as as Carl said, I'm all for that. That's exactly what I want. If I don't think a player's good enough, I want them to... To prove me wrong and be good enough. Oh, it might be Nicolas Pepe's season next season. I don't season, think everybody. it will be. I, I, um, I think three seasons has been enough for me to gauge a fairly good understanding of how good Nicolas Pepe is. Nicolas Pepe will go to somewhere like Spain or Italy and look at the star. No, he won't do it in Italy. He, He'll he, go Italy's back to too France. Physical to him. Yeah. France or Spain will absolutely thrive because there's no defending in those leagues. Or Germany. 
Well, Germany, there's even less defending in Germany. No, big up Real Madrid, who did defend quite well in the Champions yeah. League final. Yeah, and fair. they had a good goalkeeper as well. Yeah, that did help. Right, um, we've almost been recording for two hours, so this is what we are going to do. Um, we are going to discuss the loans next week. We might do a bit of a transfer special. Um, Madeline, I'm very sorry I've made you prepare a quiz, which we're not going to have time I can't believe this, it. this evening, but you've got time to hone that quiz. Um, as I say, it's been a long episode. I have got a got a game of six aside to attend as well, so I'm going to have to to run off with that because we're a bit light on numbers. <laughs> but that's been very enjoyable, and we have got the basis of what we wanted to do done. We've all the all the players, given them a nice grade, and um, given them. Given well, decided what we want to do with most of them, and there's as we said, there's a lot of loans we can get through next week and talk about certainly some positions we want to see strengthened and maybe some names if you can if you can think of any. But yeah, thank you all for joining me. I hope that that's been enjoyable for, for you all to do. Yeah, cheers, mate. Lovely, yep, thank you, and apologies. No, no worries at all. No, no, it's nice to see some some positive grades being being handed out, other than for Pepe. <laughs> but yeah, thank you all for joining me. Thank you all for listening. If you've made it through these these two hours, well done to you. You can hear us waffle even more next week when we'll be back with another another episode. But until then, it's goodbye. <laughs>